Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about the subject of balance in all different areas of our life. And but something before, that will promote balance in your life is the study of the mind, or man, depends on where you're from, calendar. And uh, today in mind is, first of all, a third tone, which is electric, which means service. But it is electric. I don't know what your day has been like, but I see how there's been a certain electricity going through things. Mm -hmm. And it's also the tribe of the night. Mm -hmm. And it says, I activate in order to dream. What you're activating there in this case is the idea of falling asleep, which is definitely, at least to me, an activation. I don't know for other people or how it's thought of. You sort of slip into a sleep without being aware that you're doing that. It was the end of uh, Zulkin, and we're starting a new one. We're on Ken 3. I was joking about that, but it was really true. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know about anybody out there, but I've been having really wild dreams having yes. to do with uh, larger pictures in society and mankind and everything like that. So if you have two, uh, feel free to call in or yeah. maybe uh, email some of your dreams because. I do hold regular dream workshops, and I always like to have a really good dream to dissect for people in the class. So mm -hmm. I'd love to hear them, or even maybe yeah. later you can call in. Because dreams are one of the many ways we choose to balance ourselves. And it is said that the master walks the middle of the road, and, and those creative people are spiraling out on the periphery. Uh, but I feel that true balance happens only in the moment. That what, where we get hung up when we're attempting to balance our lives is we're, we're looking to balance today with yesterday and today with tomorrow. Like if we feel in, in the form of regret that we didn't do something right in the past, we're attempting to make up for it today by, by giving that person a hundred things that we, we missed uh, giving them in the past. And it never works out. You can never balance the past with the present or the present with the future. True balance happens in the moment. And it's not always about walking the middle of the road or the edge of the road. It's about finding a balance within yourself as you do everything. So balance is not an external thing, even though a lot of us see it that way and think, I have to balance my diet, my sleep, my blah, 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 the, ba the bank book, whatever that is. It's not an externalized thing. It really is finding your balance right now in this moment. And it's very easy when we look at it that way. Anyway, that, that's something that came to me recently. Uh, and I felt that that was one of the more profound things mm -hmm. that, that had sunk into my consciousness. Well, certain words that we commonly speak daily are um, just the word itself is responsible for throwing us out of balance. I mean, if we are to remain in balance in the now That's perpetually forevermore. Uh, that involves the elimination, and we've said this forever, the elimination of certain words because they automatically put you out of balance. And so to remain in balance is to not uh, think of, uh, first of all, the word waste. That'll put you right out of balance, just like that. You wasted that opportunity. <clears throat> yeah, pardon me, but there's no such thing as waste you weren't ready for that opportunity or it wouldn't have, and it didn't pass you by, it's in a loop, it'll be back. And then the next time it'll be there. 
you know, just the word waste. So there's no such thing as waste. There's no such thing as weight. As soon as you think or say the word weight, you're out of balance completely. I'm not being seen. I'm not being recognized. I have to wait. You know, the red light stops you. Well, I have to wait. Good. Sit there and have absolutely no thoughts for the entire cycle of the, uh, the red light. Yeah? Now, that would be in the now. If you could have no thoughts for all the time that that light was red, you would, you would, your car would just pass through matter, <laughs> which of course doesn't matter. But the that's the, actually a good exercise, I think, for people to do this yeah. coming week. Is take a time like that, and we've talked on the show many times of doing a meditation in times like that, like standing yeah. in the grocery line. Yeah. So and so, since there's no such thing as wait then you have to, you serve yourself well when you go, all right, it would appear as though I am to wait, but I know that's not the truth. What the truth is, this is an opportunity, an opportunity too. So if you're online in the grocery store and, and you're just convinced that will take forever and you actually think or say it, oh, this line is moving so slowly, automatically the line moves slowly because you told it to. If you're in a rush, 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 which is an out of balance state, you then, say, well, okay, and there's the ancient Buddhist expression, if you're late, walk more slowly, you know, that as to rebalance you, that's what no, that I statement is about. I agree thoroughly, and I have proven this to myself repeatedly, mm -hmm. over and over. Every time I get in a hurry, I get stuck behind somebody or in a traffic. Oh, no, it's the guaranteed So I say, oh, deal. okay, thank you, universe. I recognize it immediately mm -hmm. now. Oh, I've been in a hurry. I take a deep breath and it starts moving again. Yeah, and, and it is because your chi Start, is no longer <coughs> blocked by the idea of yeah. turning into it's arrow It's a resistance chi. to what is, and yeah, that's and that, all, all the source of all unhappiness. And throws you off balance each and every time. So to remain on balance is to be constantly, pardon the expression, policing, to be vigilant about what's going on inside of you, because what's going on inside of you is going on outside of you. That's true. And there, that's balance, when you recognize well, what is, that what's outside of you is from what's in. Go ahead. No, I agree. What is another word you think that throws people out of balance the most? Uh, well, our, our average person during a given day will speak a thousand words that throws us off balance. Let us just say the word need. If you say, I need this, you may as well say, over here, out of balance, over here. Why is that? Because of need. What does need actually do? Need separates you from whatever it is. So as soon as you've said the word need, you have separated yourself from it voila, it is gone. So as we says, you were saying so many years ago, if I say to someone, I need money, they immediately check their pockets and back up for me and will never trust me and, and uh, believe that I can somehow take money away from them because I've said those words. But if I say, <clears throat> pardon me, if I say, mm, I love money, it comes at me because I'm very imbalanced about it. We almost never use the word need, uh, use the word love in our society. Almost never. It's a verboten word. And it is the, perhaps it is certainly an extremely powerful word. Well, that's so if you refer, I love this, I love this, then people love well, you. Just to one, okay. We, people respond to you the way you respond to them. It's an exact frequency. So if you're surrounded by tattooy thugs that look like they're going to kill you, and you go, oh, come on, guys. This is just, you know, and, and because you're at ease, they will be at ease with you. 
And that's the way it works, the balance. If you're at balance with you, everybody else will be at balance with you. Just the way it works. Well, just the idea of uh, one of the reasons that um, I felt love was a good word, mm -hmm. uh, because love is the universal magnet. Mm -hmm. And so whatever you love, you will pull to you. <coughs> and there are a lot of people that love drama or pain. And so they'll pull it to them so oh, they yeah. can say, aha, yeah. see how victimized I am. Look at all these negative people around me. Look at, look at this. A mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's what we love, really, that defines the quality of our life. So um, you can look around you and see what's magnetized to you because right. that is what you love at the moment and upgrade your love, upgrade your people worth. Are, people are definitely raised. People are definitely raised by the last generation that <coughs> felt that they've been put on earth to suffer and they raised their children with that same gnome and so the child walks around attracting people that make them miserable and that's what they love because a small child will perceive whatever the adults in that child's life the adult's attitude will become the child's attitude and will regard whatever attitude that is as the way in which we love. Yeah. So there are people, we're not naming names, but there are people who are so into being, let me just use the word miserable, that that is love for them. So you're miserable and I understand that. So because I love you, I'm going to do my best to make you miserable because that's your idea of love. So come here and I'm not gonna hug you. You know, mm -hmm. come here and I'm not going to like you. Come here and I'm going to think there's something the matter with you because well, that's think, your idea of love. Well, I think that explains all, all relationships, honestly. Yeah. But, um, Very out of balance, though. I think the biggest, one of the biggest things about balance is that we think that we do it, that we create, the, that we go out there and make the balance. Oh, good point. And that's the, the theory behind all war, all blah, 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 all, all human suffering and, and conflict, this is the word I was looking for, is that two people or two energies or multiple energies have an idea of what balance looks like for them. And they are attempting to enforce that and <clears throat> to be the creator and the policeman that's bending the other person's arms and making it happen or, or yeah, taking yeah. that event and forcing it to happen. Once we recognize that balance really is inherent in the universe. It's a force that is ever present and always moving through you. So it's not something we have to go do, like <clears throat> counting calories or counting this and counting the money in your bank account and how much you're spending and how much you're bringing in. That if you align with the force of balance, everything comes into balance in your life. And it's so yeah. easy that we, it's a matter of not doing rather than doing. Mm -hmm. And the more we attempt to go after it and make it balanced and force it to be balanced, like intervening in someone else's fight and, and becoming the rescuer and the victim, victimizer, rescuer trinity, what we're doing is actually making it worse, just like with traffic, when we resist the traffic. Yeah. So true balance, if you see it as a force that's moving through you, and it's like a fluid, and, mm -hmm. and we ride on it, it, it's, it's a whole different perspective. Well, truly, yeah, balance is very easy to achieve. Now, we have all lived a life that has been almost totally out of balance the entire time. So uh, when we do the bowl event and we get everybody meditated and we get, your meditation is due, we get everybody meditated and balanced, it's very suspect to be balanced. 
um, oh, this can't last, will be the first thought that goes, I feel so great, this cannot last. See, mm -hmm. because we've been out of balance for so long, out of balance is normal. So we've said, on the, we've said on the show so many times, as soon as you count your money, you don't have enough. There is this, and so I, and you've said many times, uh, you're either uh, experiencing it, uh, you're measuring it, or you're experiencing it, but you cannot do both at the same time. And all measurement is inherently out of balance. Now, experience may or may not be, depending on. But then again, every experience is on your side. So. Well, I think there are, is a time and a place for measuring, yeah. as in the review of things. It's that when we get stuck in the measurement, we can't be, we can't experience it. And if we deny ourselves the experiencing energy, we're, that's where unhappiness comes mm -hmm. from. Because that's the life. That's the food for the soul. It's the experience, yeah. not the not the measurement. Yeah, I'm just going to clarify the experiencing. We had um, actually published the uh, idea of the Teflon Trinity, which is a Socratic proof, which again we've done so many times. Please hear it this time, which would be that um, we came here to evolve. True or false? Answer: True or false? We came here to evolve. Of course, we came here mm -hmm. to evolve. We evolve by having experiences, true or false. Yes, experience is the method by which we evolve. We agree, okay. Therefore, there is no such thing as a bad experience because it assists you to evolve. Equally, therefore, there's no such thing as a positive experience because it helps you evolve. There is just experience. <clears throat> and so uh, experience is a medium and it is inherently balanced. But we have so many words to paint the picture of the experience being unbalanced and hurting and against us that it's, you know, in, in an ideal, a very, very evolved human being, virtually nobody who's on earth at the moment, a very evolved human being wouldn't have terms like plus and minus, negative and positive, other than scientific version of the words. But there wouldn't be positive and negative experience. There would be just experience. So, so no matter what happens, well, that was it. I'm not worried about it. It'll be replaced by flowers, which will be replaced by things with spikes and then flowers again. It, it's all in a giant cycle. Why even monitor where you are? Because monitoring, monitoring where you are kind of takes you out of it. And so not to speak against the idea of being in the now, but I'm speaking very in favor of being in the now. As these huge cycles, the 2012 cycle that everybody had to find something the matter with, the 2012 cycle is just a cycle. Uh, in 3012, people won't remember 2012 because, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was, we had a war in 1812, you know, that was the second American Revolution. There was a second American Revolution yeah, the, the King George, or whoever it was at the time, said, oh no, let's go take the colonies back. They, they bested us, but we're gonna go take it back from them. We're gonna, in, you know, we're going to have British sovereignty over the United States. Get the boats up, get them polished, get those guys over there, bring back my colonies. And we said, whoa, just a minute. You know, the War of 1812, nobody seems to know. That, that comes as a shock. The War of 1812 was the second American Revolution. Oh my God. And uh, 1912 was setting the stage for the First World War. Yeah, yeah this is insane. We, these cycles will just die down. Don't, don't pay attention to them. 
you know, there is no reason well, for think, it. I think, yeah, it's an interesting thing, and that's where the measurement can be interesting because yeah. we can look back and see these things. But now that you've brought that up, I, I would like to say something. This idea sure. of 2012, we've seen it. Hollywood's even made a, a horror movie about 2012, I think. I don't know. I didn't see it. They but make that's a horror movie about everything. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, anyway, the 2012 idea. The Mayan calendar stopped then just like we stop the calendar at December and because that's a new year and so then you get a new calendar and it's really as simple as that and it's not anything stopping it's just that's all the records we found and we certainly haven't found everything that's that's for sure and there is a lot of prophecy that exists past that mm -hmm. and so I think there's been enough debunking as well out there but one thing that I would like to address in regards to that is this whole idea of manifestation it's very hard to even get within a group of people without somebody talking about what they're manifesting in their life. And I agree with that, and we are powerful creators. And I believe that when you get the beliefs that hold you back out of the way, it will happen. All intention begets manifestation, and the amount of time it takes is the amount of doubt you have. And that is the truth, and I've Here. known that for a while. Okay, well, a lot of the law of attraction stuff yeah. now is based on think and grow rich and some of these money-making ideas and yes if we want to use all of our mental construct to creating money that's fine and it's not that money's bad it's not that money's good it's that whatever you choose but I feel that metaphysicians people that are conscious have a greater ability to affect reality because they're conscious of it. And if you even look in some of the biblical writings, it says there is more responsibility the more you know, the more responsible you, or I'm sorry, the more conscious you become, the more responsible you mm -hmm. become. And I think there are so many people with these powerful tools now that we have to use them in a, in a smart way. And when we are saying, I'm going to create a million dollars, it says a couple things. It says that you don't have what you need now and that every time someone's out there creating a million dollars, it creates this huge thought form of not having the million dollars that I feel is contributing to what is going on economically in our country oh, absolutely. and in our world mm -hmm. and that we have the power to uh, not give any kind of consciousness to these earth changes, devastation stuff that a lot of very spiritual people are engaging in conspiracy thinking and it just weighs that down and makes it more real. So let's all join in right now and picture everybody has enough. Let's just admit it that everybody yeah. is alive. We have the sun come up. It's enough. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you can't create more, but we've yeah. got to send out the vibe that we have enough in order for the universe to know yeah. that we have enough and to continue mm -hmm. providing that for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Did I say that, that so it you made sense? You said that very clearly, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like the whole of the human race has acquired a virus of not having enough. It's and like everything we, is centered around money. It's, it's, it's not it's about joy, about love, of, about right. companionship, yeah. it's and all money. least of all about love. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what's causing this um, and I'm not saying the words, just the hoopla, that's a good word for it, that's going on, but it's guaranteed to be part of a cycle, duh, not to quote Homer Simpson, which is duh, well, we, it's just duh. Well, In other we, words, it's that simple. Or yeah, I, I, I hear yes. you. Yeah, yeah, I hear oh, you. Oh, that's duh. 
but still. But it's, it's really important to see how it looks like you're creating a million dollars in your life or that new, that new house or whatever it is you're creating. But by stating that, you're also stating that you don't have enough. If you, so gratitude really is the answer, and it's not mm -hmm. even the gratitude, it's just being okay and being still with the moment and feeling protected and loved and supplied. And, well, and I think that it's become very stressful because people think with these powers of creating through our beliefs and our words and our actions, that if we are not living in a mansion, then we're failing and we're bringing the stress from our job into our spirituality. And I, you know, maybe not everybody, maybe not you, well, but there are a lot of people that do. Yeah, we've said so many times, uh, many of the people that are professing all of this new age thinking are really funded by a severe lack mentality, um, an but, but, absolute lack of education, if nothing else, and have a bunch of catchphrases that they've gotten from. Now, trillions of times now we've said on this show, if you want the absolute truth, you don't have to understand anything else in the entire universe. Says the nine words, Drunvalo's words from uh, Earth Sky uh, seminar that he did in '97. Um, thought creates, and where you place your attention grows. You do not have to understand anything else. As soon as you are in this process of, um, of abundance training or whatever the rest of it is, you're placing your attention on not having, and that's what you're getting. And this is the virus that is crashing the entire thing right now, but it's not really interesting because if it goes down, it will go back up. If it goes up, it will go back down. If it goes back down, it'll go back up. And this has been from the, well, let's say the beginning of time and will continue on as far as I know. And the whole overall effect as we go through so many, 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 many lifetimes, and I'm sure everyone listening to this program has had many past lives, and you're better than you were. Okay, mm -hmm. and why they had mystery schools was you could not tell somebody, if you took an animal and you strapped an intellect onto the animal, you would have the average human being on Earth right now. Okay, and that's why there were mystery schools. You had to super duper qualify to get into a mystery school. You know, think MIT was difficult. You think Harvard has some kind of standard by which they will let you in as a student or not. No, the mystery schools, this was like life and death. I mean, seriously, you didn't drop out, you died. The mystery schools, anyhow, this was a while ago. But this idea of being uh, in a position to command reality ought to be licensed. Well, I, I would like to reiterate that we're not talking about our thoughts creating our reality and that thinking about what we choose rather than what we lack. I think everybody's got that. Oh, I'm not placing my attention on needing it. I'm, I'm going to picture that million dollars. But what I'm saying exists in a place far above what that exists at. And what, if you look at a level up, you're seeing by you dreaming or projecting into this, it's mm -hmm. stating that you don't have it, even yeah. if you're picturing it and all that. Exactly. And, or, if we're going to do that, let's all work as a group to work on healing and peace and balance within our environment and in our world. Mm -hmm. And in a way, the economic things that are happening right now are an attempt to balance things. 
because we had gotten out of balance. So if we look for the balance within ourselves, we're going to create the balance everywhere else outside oh, yeah. of us. Yeah. And it only takes, as the Maharishi effect uh, mm -hmm. taught us, it only takes 1% of the population to do this. So it, even if you viewers here at Telepathic TV, if we yes. did it together and visualize peace and balance mm -hmm. instead of these other things, um, mm -hmm. and we are have, accepted uh, it within ourselves. Yeah. And we have a phone call. Uh, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Jennifer. Jennifer, what can we do hi. for you? Yeah, um, I was listening to how you were talking, um, what you were talking about money, and I was wondering what is your opinion on um, possibly viewing money as an energy uh, to get past the fact that it's, um, you know, it's an exchange or as a mirror. You a know, very good point. Money. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I <clears throat> teach a whole workshop on that where I describe it exactly as that. Mm -hmm. And that love and your relationship to money is your exact relationship to love. And, mm -hmm. and you hit the nail right on the head because that's where we could actually get traction. Instead of feeling like I'm not creating that new job or that relationship that, oh, I got to create it, I, I'm picturing it, I'm doing my affirmations every day. We can gain so much treasure by looking at why it's not coming and looking at the details of it and looking at the energy flow. Because if it, you can you can draw a complete map. Your relationship with money is your relationship with love and a, and a lot of other energetic things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when, the rushes, when the rushes went so mad mm -hmm. towards the, right before the um, dissolution of Russia, as we understand it, uh, the, the money was taken away from people. And literally the currency, the pieces of paper that were symbolic of the money were devaluated, taken away from the people. And what happened was a spontaneous honor-barter system evolved. And this is a great lesson for the entire of our planet. If you were, say, a dentist, and the guy in your chair who had no money, okay, was a person who made hats, but you already had hats, you didn't want any more hats, <coughs> uh, you could take this man's hat as a credit and give it to someone else in exchange for uh, a, a, a coat or something. In other words, you could knock on the guy's door and say, Doctor, what's his name? Told me to give you a hat. You know, in other words, uh, just money was taken completely out of it, and yet everybody functioned because everybody's going to function. So, so if you, they. So this, this might be evolving towards that then, um, towards well, a different any of, kind of exchange. Any of the advanced planets do not deal in currency the way we do now on an advanced planet. Say you were very bright and you wanted to go to a particular school, and you say, hi there, particular school, I'd like to come to you. And there's no tuition, there's nothing like it. It doesn't matter how much money dad made or anything else. So the school says, show up, run us this test. We like you, you've got the IQ, you're in. You just come for your classes, and there you are and then you go off into whatever well, you do with the education. I, I think that is true, and, mm -hmm. and that's how our monetary system actually evolved. And yeah. we would do like notes saying, okay, I, I'll give you a chicken, but then you get this from him and all that. Right. And money became a, a simpler version. But it's gotten so complicated now and so far removed from the energy exchange, just like mm -hmm. Jennifer's saying. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I did with my kids when they were younger, uh, like let's say they wanted something. I didn't say, oh, it's X amount of dollars. Well, I did sometimes, but sometimes I would say, like, oh, no. when they put a magnet on the TV and it, it made this dark spot, they didn't know it was a, from a speaker. They didn't mean any harm. Instead of saying, 
that was $300. I said, well, I understand that you didn't do that on purpose, but that TV represented two and a half weeks of my time, my, my days, my life. And they went, wow. And they have a really good grasp on money now. And mm -hmm. I think it's because we looked at it that way. I translated it into time. Yeah. Well, that's why it, it, it's mixed in with people's self-esteem then, like if yeah. they feel appreciated. Yeah, that's yeah. very good, very good. And I think that's good in a way, I, or I'm not going to say it's good because whatever, good, bad, but the idea of how horribly mm -hmm. people are treated in the workplace now because yeah. it's an employer's market, meaning they can scare you into working 100 hours a week because they're everybody's blah, 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 the whole myth that everybody's yeah. uh, be unsafe. Supposing everybody quit. Well, well, I think it can get to such an extent that people will finally say, no, I've had enough. It's like hitting rock yep. bottom if, you do, if you're an alcoholic. It's like hitting rock bottom if you're in an abusive relationship. Everybody has their rock bottom. And I think that now this greed thing, and it's not about creating what you want. It's not bad to have money. There's nothing wrong with it. But we have to do it in a way that's supportive of all of us. But it's aligned, right? Because yeah. if we if we don't I think I feel like this is a time when if we don't do it ourselves authentically, mm -hmm. life does it for you or the universe does it for you and not in the smoothest way. Yeah. Like breaks down systems like very violently. Yeah, I agree well, with you. It, it's a matter of allowing the natural balancing and it's not nearly as violent when we do that. But we have to think of each other. We came all the way the pendulum swing to the me, 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 where everything is about me. And we're forgetting the balance that we're also a we. And it's not about only the we, but we have to be in, a, in both places. Yeah. There's a very important point here, which uh, like the rushes, like the Catholic Church, like any of these things that will not change, will not yield, will collapse. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. oh, like Russia, okay. Right, that, and that Russia proved it. Thank you for being first up to bat as far as that goes that any of these systems that will not change have to collapse. Well, you used to say those who change lead those who do not change, and I, I think that's say, one of yeah, the, yeah. well, I mean, it used to be some, one of the things you said a lot on the show is what I mean, but I think that that is one of the, the most powerful statements. Yeah, so uh, as far as everybody in, say, the United States getting together with enough solidarity to say, look, we're taking a week off. At, when we come back to work, all of us, I mean, every employee in this company, except the CEO, I presume, is not going to show up for a week, okay? Now, we're going to come back in a week, and you're going to have a different attitude, okay? And I'm going to be treated like a human being here. Otherwise, it'll be two weeks or three weeks, and I don't care. If absolutely nobody <laughs> ever made, yeah, if absolutely nobody ever made another mortgage payment, well, you could not evict the entire United States. Well, I mean, there are a lot of things, like when the mortgage thing happened. My son said, why don't, if it's going to be a bailout, why not bail out the mortgage mortgagees, the, the homeowners, yeah, rather than instead the of the banks, yeah. meaning give you money to pay back the banks and, and then, or, or to knock it down to an affordable thing. Yeah. But, but there are a lot of things we as people can be doing in our country right now, and that is... A lot of people have money to invest to do startup companies. Let's start creating good products that last a long time so we're not filling <laughs> landfills up with pr uh, planned obsolescence. There are a lot of things we could be doing. There's w what happened to the founding father attitude yes. of getting out there and regardless of, of the, the negative, say, mm -hmm. cruel impact that it had on the Native Americans here, right. 
there were people fleeing for their religion and everything. It, there was a spark that our leaders do not have now. It's all a spark for their pocket. Yeah, did you and see it's, that? And it's a, it's a hypnosis yeah. that they're yeah. under. Um, we, uh, the United States didn't get around to minting coins till about um, 1790, I think 97, before we started minting coins. And the first coins did not have, in God we trust on them, the first coin had, um, I believe it was industry and ingenuity was what the country was to be built on. And don't wish, it was on the penny that sold for 1.4 million, something like that, integrity and ingenuity. And um, that's really gone missing here at this point. Well, I know but you we can't can even buy a product that works one time. Okay. Yeah. Now, I know we've, we've, and as a matter of fact, we have thought for a long time, we bought a Canon camera. We got several of them because when I went to school, Canon was definitely a quality name. Well, I bought one, it, you, me, and somebody else. And, yeah, and they all went dead within the same week, meaning there was planned obsolescence. And I still have them, and I would like to bring them on the show and flatten them with a sledgehammer and put it on all over the world. This was a Canon camera. See how flat it is now. It's not because of new designing. It's because I hit it with a 25-pound sledge. And little did but we know that Sony was glasses. even worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and this is, it's time for us to stop. Uh, I bought a power washer to clean things, and it never did work right. I'm going to get around to calling the company to say, this thing doesn't work. Send me a new one, or I will flatten it with a sledgehammer and put it on YouTube. And I mean, you know, I'm a person of integrity, so I don't want to intimidate these people. However, you could, you could send me a new, uh, because you therefore have to be of integrity because I am. So send me a new power washer or a new canning camera. Well, I think that's. Or et cetera, you know, because it's time for this stuff to come to well, an end. And go ahead. We do have power over that, is what I'm saying. But that's, what they're banking on is that nobody has time because everybody's working 100 hours. Do you see what I mean? I do, yes, okay. and that is what they're but banking on, and at some point we put a stop to that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I really would do this. I think we ought to have a show. There ought to be shows All where right. whatever we can, we can go product that you got that absolutely <laughs> fell apart. But it's a frequency of integrity at this point. No, I understand. Okay. Well, uh, it, it is something that we have to do. We have to speak up we for do. ourselves. We do. Now, but on the advanced planets, and this was a very interesting article I read someone channeled, which doesn't make it not true, but uh, they were talking about, uh, Sheldon Neidl, in fact, was talking about um, a, a relatively small flying saucer that was 150 years old. Now, if you had, that's 150 years old. Now, that doesn't sound like they a big do deal. carbon dating. <laughs> No, I'm just curious how they found out. It just sounded funny to me. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So what is your car going to look like in 150 years? Are you going to be passing your car to your grandchildren? Is that going to actually happen or anything like it? If you had, say, a Volkswagen in 150 years, that will be a rust spot someplace, if. You've seen cars that aren't 100 years old well, let me, let me that just, have rusted out completely. Let Go me ahead. just say something about that, because I know our show is on balance, and I'm sure everybody out there can relate to what we're saying here. We usually don't talk about such topics, but I, uh, you know, it's, it's a free-form show, so it's okay it that is, they come yeah. up. But cars are lasting longer now, and it's because the public spoke up.
Yeah. If you had a car in the 80s, you were lucky to get it to 80 or 90,000 miles, an American-made car. People stopped buying American cars, even though they were created and, and, and uh, designed here. And it was like the, the birth, ch the, the mm -hmm. child of the, the United States. They started making more and more profit to the point where they killed themselves off. And, and this is where it is a parallel to cancer because cancer is cells growing out of control and don't mm -hmm. know when to die. Mm -hmm. And then the cancer will overgrow and kill off the very organs and uh, support system that it requires to live. It will kill it off. And that's what greed does. It goes over the edge yes. and greed is a sickness and mm -hmm. it is a disease every bit as it's much as gambling or yeah. alcoholism mm -hmm. and that it, there, I mean, there are lots of remedies, EFT yeah. is one, mm -hmm. but I think we could begin by recognizing it in others and in ourselves. and greed is like the feeding frenzy that you talk about. It is this thing where you start getting into a certain frequency, you can feel it, and it usually gets triggered by other people's greed. If you're sitting in a room and someone tries to, oh look, there's free this, and they're putting 20 in their pocket, you get triggered by the greed, because it's a frequency that you are in training to, and mm -hmm. then you go over and try to grab your share because everybody's afraid of being left out. If you recognize that frequency, we can undermine it or rise above it or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just a thought. Yeah. We have a lot or of power as us yeah. as a group. We do, Let's but we start don't using know it. That. And this is this whole syndrome about watching one's own posterior rather than this idea of being aware of us as a group. It's the me That's what we're saying. If, if the entire of us said, we're not putting up with this, Jason Robar, you know, a particular very famous line, um, we could do this. We could take back us. We could become people living in integrity once again. In um, other countries, in, in uh, Spain, I believe, you get a two-hour nap in the afternoon. I believe. Uh, everywhere except here, dear. Just yeah, about. <laughs> I know. So why don't we all just climb under the desk for two hours? Call well, the George Costanza move. Yes, I, yeah, I've yeah. always thought okay. about building a... Well, I am starting a new tribe of which I invite all of you to join me, and it's called the MeWe tribe, M-E-W-E, -E, because me will not live without we, and we cannot live without me. So it has to be a balance between the two. So mm -hmm. are you in it? Are you all part of my sister and brotherhood? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's birth tonight on three Akbal. Yes. Miwi tribe. Works for me. And everybody is welcome. Miwi. And you don't have to have a green card or a purple card. <laughs> or any cards for that matter. You can have tarot cards if you want. Yes. Or if you use them in it for the Or good. business or cards, etc. Yeah, yeah. But excellent. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, so caller, by the way. I just wanted to thank our caller. Yeah, Jennifer, you're, you're wonderful. As are you, you really are. I'm sure no. she's, she's okay. gone. Well, thank you. <laughs> we, we love calls like that. That yeah. was very inspiring. Yeah, we, we, we got off on a tangent for sure. Yeah, but it really much. does yeah. come back about mm -hmm. balance. And mm -hmm. another thing that we wanted to bring up, or I did anyway, is the balance between the male and female in yourself. If you look at relationships, Everything with your partner and that dynamic is teaching you how to find balance between the male and female or any two extremes within yourself. Mm -hmm. And the balance means that you see the, the whole spectrum. That's the balance point. And so 
Look at your relationship as showing you where you are out of balance with your male and female. Mm -hmm. Is the male being over dom dominating the female? Is the female being too nurturing of the male? What is the dynamic in your relationship? And translate that into the dynamic within yourself. Again, here, here we come with the me-we again. The, everything yeah. outside of you is part of you too. Well, the, there's um, uh, the human body, I've been saying this the last few shows, but wish to repeat it because it's the basis of balance. Again, uh, the human body has, believe it or not, a negative and a positive pole in it. Who would have thought a thing like that? And the positive pole is, uh, you know, in a little baby where the hair spirals out, wherever that is on you, that is your positive pole. And the negative pole is the Merkaba, uh, the original eight cells that were uh, uh, you as a pre-embryo as just the fertilized egg divides, divides, and then there are eight cells. Those eight cells are in a Merkaba form, and they remain alive forever, <clears throat> well, as long as you're alive, and they are in the coccyx bone, those eight cells, and they are the negative pole. So you have a positive and a negative pole that are the distance of your spinal column apart. Follow? Okay. Now, all of us have this concept that our other pole is outside of us in the form of, let us say, if you're male, that would be in the form of a woman. And the, the female can be miles and miles and miles away from you. But the truth of the matter, more so, is that the two poles are within you. Now, if you take the two poles and you bring them together, and you bring them together in balance so that they achieve equilibrium, that will be occurring uh, right behind the heart. And so that is a point of balance that's a, a very, very profound meditation to picture the positive pole and the negative pole in the same place in uh, your heart. And <clears throat> in yeah, achieving and this will create a revolution in your consciousness. Everybody do this now, because you can sure. do it in a very, you can do it in a deep meditation or you can do it while you're or standing you in line at the grocery it. store, yeah. it does bring you into center, sort of like doing this does. Yeah, you the know, balance brings of the you two. into center. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So go ahead and do that. Picture the the positive pole. Yes, picture it. There it is. Place your attention on it. And now the negative pole. Probably you can picture both at the same time. Okay, and then picture them coming together. Just picture it just once. Picture them coming together. Right I would suggest doing that when you go to work or if yeah. you're getting ready to go into a meeting. There are a lot of, a lot of things you can do, mm -hmm. um, like p placing your attention on the base of your spine or whatever, yeah. but I really like that one because it, removes, it helps yeah. you to look out from your heart instead. So that, that's very good. And you can yes. use it in so many different circumstances. My strength is an open heart, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or when the duck is coming. I am strong which, enough to be vulnerable. Yeah. And vulnerability is much stronger than strength. Yeah, it is. it's all very well done. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is, um, in Sanskrit, the positive pole is ha, and the negative pole is tha. So hatha yoga is the practice of combining the positive and negative poles, which results in the duck coming. Oh, that's the book you're reading with. Interesting. Red. Have to bring it over just a little bit here. Uh, I got forgiveness. Uh, uh, true forgiveness means you realize there's nothing to forgive. What did you get? 
Abundance, the theme of the evening. Abundanza. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not even a matter of visualizing it or it's just knowing that you're living in the flow and yeah. trusting. And that's why I like the waveform generator so much because it's about putting whatever this is in there and then that allows you to just let go of it because mm -hmm. really things appear when you let go of it. There was a song by Alanis Morissette and a line is it in it said it's from the song Thank You after she came back from a trip from India that some of the lyrics in there are so profound. Mm -hmm. It's the moment I let go of it was the moment I got more than I could handle. More the moment I imagine. jumped off of it was the moment I touched down. And I remember oh. it sounded beautiful and everything, but over the years it has more and more meaning to me that you really have to let go. And that doesn't mean letting go like in our contrived sense of letting go, which means throwing it away or trying to get it to go away from us. It means opening your hand and that's all. We don't have to get it to be out of our hand. Yeah. You, once I let go of this and I let go, I'm no longer holding on to it. I don't care what happens to it after that. Mm -hmm. we, we have, have our first caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Jasmine. Hi. Hi. I love your show. It's well, so thank you. Awesome. Oh, thank well, you. Nice of you to say. Mm-hmm. What can we do to for you? I want if Mary could do a reading for me about my romantic life. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's Thank see. You. Thank you. I like Let's the giggle afterwards. That, that fits. It was very charming. Your voice is very lovely, Jasmine, and it was just such a delightful tone. Mm -hmm. Okay, this card, and as you can tell, this, this deck does not have the words on it because I thought it would be a better thing for people to look at the pictures and see what it means to them. But what this says is sometimes we freeze up like water in order to have a boundary but that's not really our creative flow. So then something will happen, sort of like a lava lamp. It'll get cold and sink, and then it gets hot and it rises up, and it gets cold and sinks, and then you have that constant repetitive thing. I feel that you are coming out of a cycle where you are a little closed off, even if you were engaged with other people and dating and doing all that, that, that maybe things from the past didn't allow you to open up as much as, they, as you normally would and that you might be in a position now because I do feel a great bit of love around you, like something really opening up and flowering, going to another level, and now you can see that you are the source of it and that you have power over how you feel. They can do what they do, but that doesn't mean you have to stop loving yourself, and, which is an incredible thing. And so knowing that is going to enable you to really open up and participate and call what you would like in your life. And I was seeing somebody dressed, or a bunch of people dressed in very colorful clothing in a big event. And I'm not sure if you're planning on going to a wedding or you're in a position where that's an option for you now, but I do feel that, that, that energy around you. So I guess that's all there is. And we have our next call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Mary. Hi, Neville. It's Phyllis. Phyllis. Hi, Phyllis. Hey, how Good are we to doing? hear from you. I know it's been so long. Yes. I'm, I'm so glad to to, to be uh, on, and I'm so anxious to see if Mary would be kind enough to um, uh, give me a reading, just a, a general reading. So much has been been going on with with Michael and I and our professions, and and Great. we're just uh, so anxious to to see what's coming on. So I'll, I'll hang up. Thank you so much for a wonderful Great. show this evening. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 
Well, as I was shuffling the cards, a card fell out, and I always take the card that falls out as an exclamation point, and it said uh, the creator. And so one of the things I got with that is there might be an opportunity for you to create a company, a, a, a private enterprise of some sort. So be open and receptive to that. This is a card that shows a bird flying out of a cage. He believed he was in a cage, and then he realized he wasn't. And as soon as he realized he wasn't, the thing that held him back disappeared. And that sometimes, um, well, that being said with that one. And so there's a lot of opening and maybe looking at things differently and things you thought you wanted, goals you thought that you would like to have in your life. Maybe they're changing around a bit. Sometimes this card, which is the past lives card, can come up to talk about repetitive cycles. And in this case, it might even be talking about things where you feel like you're in a rut are, are wonderful angelic messengers telling you it's time to move on. And it's always good to listen to it then instead of waiting until you have to get it turned up real loud. And the creativity, here we go again. I don't know if there's any opportunity for you to create something with yourself or get into private contracting or start a side business because I feel like there is a lot that would be supportive of that and that it may be a little ways down the road, but keep your arms, eyes, and heart open to that. Okay. Very good. And we uh, have brought a show with the idea of balance, and it's time uh, for each of us individually to be all right with balance within ourselves. Um, so many words throw us off balance so easily, That's and we believe the words. A word is like a program, like a, a word is to a human it being a as a program is to a computer. So if we think in these words, we throw ourselves off balance. So what if we uh, think in different words than we're used to thinking, and what if we consciously delete using the word need or the word should, can't, try, fear, doubt, all these words, mm -hmm. and you just censor them out of you, and you will, to a very large degree, censor those behaviors out of you. We've said so many times, the difference between fear and information is the level of consciousness you're at. If you're very conscious, it's merely information. If you're down there, it's fear, but it's the same sentence. Yeah? Yeah. So, Go ahead, be conscious, do this. Let's, let's raise our children to be very, very conscious. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I know there are a great many parents who are so kind as to let their uh, children watch. Hi, kids, this is it, this is the future. The entire this is world. The now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the entire world becomes the way in which you think. That's what happens. So you want to think with great integrity and great power and great enthusiasm, and most of all, great love, and apparently it works because the phone is rung again. And hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hello, caller. My name is Sherry. Amy. Amy? Sherry. Hi. Sherry. Hi, yes. Sherry. What can we do for you? We only have a little bit of time left. Uh, well, this past year I lost my brother of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma at a very young age, yeah. and that was on September 5th, and I was just trying to have some type of contact with him. I love him and I miss him dearly. Okay. Well, let's open up um, to him speaking through the cards. We, we will do a show. Perhaps if you're out of town, I'll do one where I do messages from sure. people. It's kind of a, um, a mindset to get into. Mm -hmm. Well, let's look at this. Um, here's a card that says, 
uh, and I feel like this is such a beautiful message from him, saying that it looks like we are locked, like if you look at the other side of that gate as being heaven or what we think of as the afterlife, and that you are on this side and, and you can't talk to each other. One of the things it shows is that color from the other world is seeping into this world. The lock's not locked, and that we're separated by far less than we would ever imagine. So really open up and listen and hear and know that he's around. And, and so also look at these cards and see if anything in it speaks to you. This card is about being outside, and I'm not sure if he liked doing things outside or if he liked gardening or if there was some kind of connection there. If it's not something that he liked to do in physical reality, then he may be saying, look for him. Maybe if a bird lands on your window ledge, we communicate with each other through so many different vehicles when we're not confined to the body. And this is a card which is the abundance, which is love and fulfillment, and just know that he's happy and that he's having all the answers to all the questions and that he didn't miss on anything. Um, we always say that no life was cut short because every life is the exact perfect lifespan that they chose to live, and this card is really confirming that for mm -hmm. sure. So thank yeah, and you. I've got something very French in there. Not that he's One incarnated. More oh. Not that he's incarnated again, but I have the feeling it would be okay. French speaking. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, um, it's me, Jennifer. Again, I, I asked if Hi. I could call for a reason. Oh, sure, sure, yes. Um, I am a dreamer. I my my dreaming is my practice in general, and um, I do it mainly personally. But recently, opened up to a community and um, and uh, inspiring other people to dream and their waking reality in their night. And I was wondering, um, any insight on where that's headed? Okay. Well, the first card we get is the guilt card, and what that means is anything that's unlike love, uh, it is a fog, and it's untrue. Guilt is just the fog that keeps us from seeing the real picture. And the real picture is this beautiful sky that's supportive and everything. And let's look at the next one and then I'll put them all together. The sharing. So this could be talking about there, there may be a little bit holding you back. Do you lead like a group where you talk in front of people? Yes. Um, the and it, it used to not be my natural thing. I ha actually had to step a over my fears and do it. Yeah, and that's what this is called. And what I would do if I was working with you privately, like with EFT and removing blocks and stuff, I would say look for a time when you felt like you really messed up when you were in front of a group and uh, look to that and, and clear that out of your, your mind because it got installed in that cue when you speak to oh. people and as a warning so that it doesn't happen again. But it's not really a necessary thing because this card is the card of the teacher and the leader, so that's what that's telling you. And that the whole reason you're doing this group is yes, because of the dreaming, but the real reason is for you to overcome this um, mm -hmm. idea of putting yourself out there because that's what's really on your spiritual path. Mm -hmm. um, so you can see everything. It doesn't rain for just one reason, but, yeah. that, but this whole thing that you're doing is part of the path for what you're doing, but the journey it takes to get there, too. Yeah, and the, so thank you. The, uh, thank you. Yeah, the book *The Dreamist* is about dreaming in a way one would not necessarily expect, but it is. Um, yes. uh, it's about how to be a more powerful dreamer. Well, yeah, and I have um, all kinds. Of, I mean, we're just dreamers. We're all dreamers, and I think it's good. There's a lot we're of powerful things. We're not the only things. ones. And this isn't <laughs> the only planet that dreams. And we're not the only one. Yeah. Okay, do and we have time for another? Or? Yeah. Oh. 
So we're going to be at Ruby Tuesday oh. shortly if you'd yes. like to join us. And um, I'm doing EFT level mm -hmm. one and two on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. And it's even if you come just to have your own healing, it's really a wonderful thing to do. We've got the Very bowls important. in the new moon, and we're starting mm -hmm. a salon series where Neville and I teach like an like really beautiful experiential things. So mm -hmm. stay tuned. It was our joy and honor to take you to the door tonight. Yeah, we as want always. to thank you. Yes. And it's your choice to go through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you will. It's a matter of when. Mm -hmm. Okay.